Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. I'm going to be talking about interpersonal communication and having great conversations. How do we emotionally great conversations? The thing is, the challenge with most people is, or, or many people, is that they're really comfortable talking to people that they know, but then put them into a situation where they've got to build new relationships, events, uh, being on Clubhouse for a start, and suddenly they're thrown into this world of sort of anxiousness. They're not really sure about how they're going to be perceived, right? And I mean, even if we take Clubhouse itself, it's built on great conversations. So ultimately, how do we have great conversations with other people? And some of us seem to do it naturally. Some of us maybe sort of go into it and always think, ah, this could be a little bit better. And then there's other people that think, ah, do you know what? I really, really need some help with this. I'm not able to um, kind of cross over that barrier, start talking to people. Even if you think about going to parties or events, they're the people that maybe don't necessarily want to go in first so that everyone looks at them or jumps into a conversation and wonders sort of how am I going to start talking to people? What if I get left on my own? What if I get left with somebody that maybe I find it awkward to start a conversation with? So, so what do I do? So those are the challenges that, that people have. And that's why I wanted to talk about this topic on the podcast today. So having conversations with people, why is it important? We know that it helps us in the business world and in our personal world. But if we really break it down to the ultimate objective of what our motivation in life is, is actually it's to have meaningful relationships with people. Harvard did a study over 75 years long. And in the study, they found that when they asked people uh, towards the end of their lives, what was the one thing that made a big difference in their life? And they all said the meaningful relationships that they had. So that's why this sort of expressive communication, the way that we speak to each other matters so much, because even Harvard have proved it. These meaningful relationships matter to us so, so much. So as much as we can say, oh, I don't really mind what other people think of me, which we've got to, have, we've got to kind of put on that hard shell, right? We've got to be uh, the armadillos like in the, uh, the dime advert, <laughs> okay? Hard on the outside, you know, soft on the inside. Um, the reverse of a dime, I know. Uh, but we all want to be liked, no, no matter what we say. Uh, so how do we pick up conversations? How do we build these great relationships and have fantastic interpersonal communication with others? Well, if we think about what communication is and, and what we do when we're in a conversation, if we think about great communicators, what kind of 
you know, industries or who do you end up thinking of? Well, hairdressers or barbershops, right? They, they, we think of talkers. They have to talk to their customers all day long. I don't think I've ever met a hairdresser or a barber that doesn't talk. They have to talk to their customers while they're cutting their hair. Um, you may have also met people that don't talk I never have uh, they always want to kind of build up that small talk and have those conversations that being said I've also had uh, the hairdressers that haven't been so great at that they've started a conversation then it feels like they're not even listening to to what you're saying um, very interesting uh, so we think of hairdressers or barbers we think of teachers trainers DJs radio hosts podcasters and then we think of the interviewers, um, you know, the, the conversationalists, the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, James Corden, uh, you know, Jonathan Ross, uh, salespeople, you know, ultimately as a, as a sales professional, you, they're the people that talk to people, people in the events industry, um, all sorts of, of, of these, these sort of ideas and these um, thoughts of people that are great communicators. But what is interesting to think about is that regardless of whether we think and perceive them as great communicators, what it comes down to is that the thing is we need a balanced approach to our communication. There has to be the ability to listen and there has to be the ability to speak. Okay. Now this rich coming from me, considering that I am broadcasting right now without the listening side, we are just broadcasting. When we go on our social media, when we, you know, put up a story, we're broadcasting something. We might ask a question, but we're ultimately broadcasting. I'm broadcasting right now because I'm recording the podcast live. But there's a time for broadcasting. When you, you, when you are one and you want to talk to many, that's where the broadcasting comes in. But if we think about having great conversations with people, we are drained by the person that we start having a conversation with that doesn't come up for air. <laughs> You know the people that I'm talking about or they just go on and on and, and haven't asked a question or haven't facilitated you joining in on the conversation. That is not a conversation. When you are with one other person, at least, if they are not part of it, they're not going to feel valued. They're going to shut off to what you're saying. Then they're going to start to not listen to what you're talking about because they're starting to think, how can I get away from this person? So broadcasting has a place, podcasting, teaching, training, but you've got to be able to facilitate a conversation. So when you're having a great conversation with someone, there has to be this kind of back and forth, this, this you know, um, questions and answers, some storytelling, you know, some, some facts and credibility uh, about the things that you're talking about. And, and this is, is how we break it down. So we're, we're pretty much analyzing what is going on when we're having a great conversation. But how do you notice then the people that are the great connectors, the, the people that are the great communication builders, even when they're broadcasting? They'll ask questions. They will want to get you involved in a conversation, even though maybe the, you know, the mic is off or, or you're not able to facilitate or, or participate at first. Great communicators ask more questions. They are curious about the other person. They allow the other person to talk about things from their perspective and what is going on with them. And they are interested and listening and actively listening in what is going on. A lot of people say Oprah Winfrey talks. Yes, but she listens hell of a lot more. 
It's just that people want to talk to her because she asks great questions and she listens, right? Even in church, I heard a story about Oprah and um, even in church, everyone was like, oh, she talks a lot. But all she ever did when she was young was ask questions about God and about faith and about life. Um, so, so they will ask more questions, uh, even if, if they're a, a confident uh, speaker. They, they will ask these things. So think back and think about a time and think about the conversations that you've had with people. Think about the brilliant conversations that you've had and what it, what it meant to you, what it meant to them, how it, you learned something from it. I heard once that someone said that when you have a conversation with someone, you should help them to feel like they've gained something from the conversation, that they've taken something away from it, that they're a bet, slightly better version than they were before they came into it, um, and, or that they've offloaded or they've been able to, to share something that they weren't able to before. So they're curious. Great communicators are curious. They don't cast judgment. They reserve judgment and ask a few more questions to understand. So how do we actually improve our communication skills then? How do we actually have better conversations? Well, I've got four great tips for you on today's podcast episode that I wanted to sort of share. Um, and of course, I am not the expert on this topic. There are people that study this at depth, <laughs> but I'm here to open up a conversation, start to get you thinking about how you communicate with others and how it can be improved or how you can maybe share some of this knowledge to help somebody else that you know that can improve their uh, interpersonal communication and the way that they have conversations. So number one, the three C's of connection. If you are listening, grab a pen, write these down. If you haven't heard them before, they are the three C's of connection. And number one is compliment people. You are amazing. I loved what you said about this. Oh, you look great today. Now, you have to be the original G with this. And I don't mean gangster. You have to be genuine. <laughs> with a capital G, you have to be the most genuine person. Do not compliment somebody on something that you are not believing. Do not do it. <laughs> so if you're going to compliment someone, now it doesn't have to be based on how they look. It can be about the things that they say, about the things they love, about timing. You know, if you're in work and it's a, a professional conversation, it could be, oh my gosh, great choice on, on choosing us to buy your TV from today. I don't know, wherever, wherever you work, right? So complimenting people on choices, decisions, uh, timings, uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be about the way they look or the way they come across right? It, it, but it, without a doubt, it has to be genuine. And then the second part, and the, the second C, is to congratulate people. If, and only when it's right, don't go around congratulating. Congratulations! Congratulations on joining the podcast. They are congratulations on finding this room. If, if you find out, oh, what's, what's going on with you? Oh, well, you know what? It's, uh, it's our anniversary today. Oh my gosh, congratulations. You must feel amazing. There is the worst thing that happens in a conversation when someone says something that is really, really important to them and special. It's a special occasion and we miss the opportunity like a tumbleweed to actually <laughs> congratulate them. So make sure that I've, I've had to jump in uh, in the workplace with many conversations where I've heard the customer say something 
and we haven't actually congratulated them. And I've, on passing, gone, did I just show you say it's your anniversary? Oh my gosh, congratulations, <laughs> and jumped in in a conversation. So really congratulate things when, when it's something really special to someone. If someone's sharing a win, someone's sharing something that is out of the ordinary for them, make sure that there's a congratulate in there. And then thirdly, what we all do on this amazing platform in Clubhouse is we find commonalities with people. Do you like wine? Do you like dogs? Do you like French? Do you like going to Paris? I don't know. What is it that you like and what do they like? And find a commonality. So, and for those that are maybe more introverted and spend a lot of time in the audience and don't necessarily participate in conversations, then think about it this way. The commonalities that we all have, family, work, hobbies, it does not have to be about you know the intricacies of I don't know engineering for example we don't always have to find things about that but we can always find commonalities about the simple things in life then these three C's really help you to connect now think about not just in the conversations that you have with people but also in your communication when you're writing a message to someone um, and I'm going to talk about writing in specifically uh, later on today um, and in our next episode but, it, but think about how those shape the the written communication that you have as well because if, if at least one of those are in there then you're building better relationships at least one of those things um, you know great communicators will probably do two or three of them so so keep that in mind so the second tip on how to improve uh, your conversations and have better conversations with people is to ask certain types of questions. Now, it's not about interrogating somebody. Yes, I said they ask more questions, but it's not like, where did you go to school? What did you do? How did you do it? Why did you do that? <laughs> it's not about that. It's about re-relaxing into the conversation and listening to what they say. The best way to do it uh, is with open questions to remind those that aren't aware of what open questions are or just to bring it back into the consciousness they start with who what where when why and how okay w's who what where when why and then the last one is a h it's a how okay so starting your your questions with those is going to make it much better in terms of the conversation and what i also find is someone will respond to someone with nice or oh that's great you have an opportunity to ask a question at that point, ask a question to continue the conversation going. Sometimes a, a conversation will stop dead at this point because someone shared something and then we're, we're sort of digesting or reflecting on what they said. Don't be afraid to pause, but come back in and ask a question about something so that they open up a little bit more or you start to, of course, share a story from you. But if you just if you just end it with a comment with something that you would just put on a uh, on an Instagram post without a without a question don't expect the conversation to continue because you haven't said something or shared something for that to to continue on so think about that so then the second set of questions or the types of questions that I wanted to talk about are TED questions so TED oh hello whoever's joined um TED questions are great because they are tell me explain to me and describe to me I challenge you if you're watching Saturday night TV tonight if you're watching Jonathan Ross Oprah Winfrey James Corden whoever it is 
look out for the tell me, explain to me and describe to me questions, because these are great journalism, um, com- you know, sort of um, facilitation questions where someone will give you a lot more information. You have to say one of them and just pause. So, for example, oh, tell me what the reason for your car rental today and pause and I promise you even if you pause for 10 seconds that person will have a think about it and then they'll come out and they'll start talking for the next five minutes because it starts to give you a bit more of a reflection so TED questions tell me explain to me and describe to me they are great number three stay curious I did mention it earlier but I want to just circle back to this particular point because if you stay curious with what someone is talking about the topic that they're talking about and without casting judgment you can find out a little bit more I mean our mind will will jump to conclusions for us it always does right that's just part of of who we are as humans but just park it ask a few more questions to understand a little bit more uh, and to to really see the holistic side of of what someone is talking to you about and then number four here is the gold what is your back pocket question this can save you when you're stuck in a situation you're stuck in a lift (laughs) you're stuck in a meeting waiting for everybody else to join and there's only one person there a back pocket question is a great one it's kind of like if you were at a dinner party and you can invite anybody, dead or alive, what three people would you pick? Back pocket question. It's brilliant. I mean, you can't go around and ask everybody in your day that question. <laughs> you could try. It would be quite an interesting day. Please take a video camera with you. But you can ask this question, you know, in an, in an, uh, an awkward silence with somebody that you're trying to get to know. So, you know, you find out a little bit more information about them and it starts to bring their character to life, right? When you start to bring the imagination at play, you know, oh, if you could drive any car in the world, what car would you drive? You know, these are exciting questions. They're, they're back pocket questions. They're not just the talks about the family or about your job. They're the, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Right. They're the, they're the exciting stuff. So a back pocket question is fantastic at building relationships, getting to know people and understanding things a little bit more. Now, if you if you haven't done the three C's, by the way, and you start to ask some of these questions. So I'm, the reason that the three C's were point one is because they help someone to connect with you pretty quickly. If you use number three, uh, number two and number four before you've used number one, then it's going to be a bit strange. You wouldn't jump up to someone on the street and say, hey. Tell me why you're walking down the street today. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. So you have to start to connect with people with the three C's first, you know, open up a conversation and then you start to build on it with uh, the types of questions and then the back pocket question that you have. OK, so I hope that that's giving you some food for thought, some, um, you know, tips and skills that you can use when improving your communication. Have a think about maybe what you do a little bit more and what you can improve on. Uh, and I'm going to leave you with some facts and statistics around great conversations in themselves, okay? So 85% of people find it annoying to repeat themselves. 85% of people find it annoying to repeat themselves. (laughs) I've just repeated myself just for a bit of fun there, but you weren't asking me to. But if you ask someone to, 85% of the time, they're going to be annoyed. So really listen to what somebody is saying. 
okay uh, i know my husband goes mental when i'm listening to clubhouse and he he talks to me about something i'm like i can't listen to two things at once that does happen we are human beings um but it but it's interesting to <laughs> to think of it like that another fact great conversations are the most helpful mental exercise that you can do and that is why broadcasting doesn't necessarily help your mental health because there's no there's no reciprocation. There's nobody coming back to you. You have to be pretty confident um, communicator to record something like this and then not have that communication coming back that, you know, the, the kind of validation or the conversation continuing. So be mindful that conversations will always help you uh, to have a much more healthy state of mind. I think it's why a lot of people are really jumping in on, on Clubhouse at the moment, myself included. And I'm glad as an Android user that I am now able to be there, uh, which is great, but it, it really does help our mental state of mind. And, and some people may say, well, meditation helps your mental state of mind. Yes, but isn't that just a conversation with yourself in your own mind? Because, or you're just allowing yourself to just be at peace so that you can hear what comes within your subconscious. So interesting. But I, I do talk about that a couple of episodes back on the Emotion Hearing podcast, where I do go into the fact that when you have self-talk and the way that you talk to yourself, that is also another topic. But I, you know, this one is specifically about having conversations with others. 80% uh, of the things that we talk to other people about are gossip. So do not be that person. Don't be that person. Please be the 20%. You know, we all want to be, like I was saying at the beginning, we all want to have meaningful relationships. And yes, people may may hurt you. They may say things that, and you may want to have a conversation with someone, but gossiping about somebody or uh, taking some personal gain from, some, from someone's pain, not great, not cool. It isn't fab. So just be mindful of that. And, and also listen out for others that do it, right? It, it's not great. You, you're not going to be liked for that. Um, and it will come and bite you in the ass at some point. Okay. And last fact of the day, three to four minutes is the average time that someone will talk to you about a specific topic on average. So if you, the conversation continues after that point, then guess what? you're starting to have a great conversation because they want to continue it. There's, there's curious uh, or curiosity on both sides and you're continuing that conversation. So I'll leave you with just this last thought on this podcast episode before I open up for questions within Clubhouse for anyone that may be listening today and has jumped in the room. Is that what is your intention when you are talking to people? Are you talking to them because you need something from them? Or are you talking to them because you genuinely want to build a relationship with them? And be mindful because depending on what your intention is will also set the tone for the conversation. Thanks for listening to the Emotion Earring podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube or all three. You can also come to the website modernmindgroup.com where you can subscribe there, stay in contact and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day and ciao for now.